the politics of spending your tax dollars. We'll talk about that in this edition of Tune In. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Here's your host, Representative Rick Crawford. And we're back for another edition of Tune In. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rick Crawford, and it is a pleasure to have you. We are talking about the politics of spending here in Congress and how that affects your tax dollars. And um, it's the beginning of the year. This is the time of year when we start talking about um, you know, the annual appropriations process. Why I'm bringing this up now is because we're going to start it much, much earlier this year than we ever have before. But let me give you a little bit of background here before we go any further. And, and you know, and you've heard me say many times that the process here in Washington, it's been screwed up for a long time, long before I ever got here. Um, but it's supposed to be a little bit different this year. So let's get into that. Um, every year, as we've talked about before, the House Budget Committee drafts a budget. And, and, and the key purpose is to basically set the total level of spending um, and discretionary spending. Uh, once the Budget Committee sets that total level of discretionary spending, that's known as 302A allocation, just some you know jargon up here that we uh, use to to you know classify or to you know to to give you a little bit of a nomenclature there that the appropriators can can go by the 302 allocation. Then the Appropriations Committee cuts up the pie. Now you remember last year we had um, Representative Steve Womack on who represents Arkansas's. Um, third district, and he is an appropriator. So he gave us a really good idea of what the appropriations process consists of. And we really kind of came to the, the the best analogy is we're just, we're cutting up that spending pie based on these uh, 302A allocations. So the spending is supposed to be cut up, as I said, and, and bills are reviewed by each member and their staff. And then we pass those individually out of the house, 12, 12 appropriations bills. That, that sounds good in theory, um, but we all know that theory almost never matches up with reality. In the past several years, that's certainly been the case. So budgets are created and politics get in the way, and, and the appropriations process can be derailed um, by a political topic that is not even relevant, doesn't have anything to do with um, the process at, uh, at hand. Now, I'll give you an example. Last year, we started the appropriations process very early on in the year. We were making great process uh, progress. I think we got into the sixth appropriations bill, and it was early on. It's still in June, if I recall. And then we had this dust up with the Confederate flag, and uh, someone introduced a, and, and it introduced a bill to to ban the use of, uh, of the, the display of the Confederate flag on federal property and so on. And this is frustrating because we learned, my office did some research and we learned that that was already settled law. There was no need for it. And yet we allowed that kind of uh, theatrical display to derail our appropriations process. So then we get into the governed by crisis mode. And um, we failed to pass the appropriations bill uh, leadership then gets together and they negotiate with the White House to create one great big omnibus bill or a, a great big mess, if you will. I voted against it. This thing hits the floor at the 11th hour and, you know, the brinksmanship that Congress is known for. And I'm not saying that I'm a member of Congress and I don't I'm not saying that to malign the institution. But the reality is we have to stop the governed by crisis mode that takes place here. And I think we can, um, but we just need to make sure that we start like we're doing this year earlier 
and um, we can avoid these kinds of you know last minute deals. I vote against these deals, and you know that I voted against this one in last year and in the previous year. We have the the CR omnibus or the Cromnibus. It's just chock full of junk. We don't get an adequate time to review it, and the further along you go with each turn of the page, you see that it's it's worse. Every page gets worse. So what are we going to do different this year? Well, we've got a new Speaker of the House, as you know, and he has pledged that he will depart from that governed by crisis model. We've talked about regular order, what it means. It means different things to different people. Um, but for him, it means getting these appropriations bills done in a timely fashion and completing that process because it's not just enough to pass a budget and call it good because we never stick to that anyway. The budget is the guideline for the appropriations process. Um, now, you know that I vote against budgets because there's no uh, fundamental underpinning that it creates any sort of um, binding uh, result there that we get off of those numbers quickly and easily. And that's the whole problem with the flawed budget process. And we've talked about that before. But this year, Speaker Ryan, he's had time to start from scratch, plan the whole thing uh, from the beginning. And he did an interview back around Christmas time with Bill Bennett describing that process. Take a listen. I hate omnibus bills, and I don't like doing these last-second bills. This was the um, the process I inherited, and the reason uh, this year is Harry Reid filibustered uh, all but one appropriation bill this past year, and our own caucus we seized up in the middle of the summer, um, unable to pass any additional appropriations bill because of some poison pill amendments. Um, that's why we seized up. Now, what I have told our members of Congress is we're going to take any amendment because I'm opening up the rules next year so that we get back to regular order. We have uh, a new commitment in the Senate to not block appropriation bills. And by having this budget agreement that my, my predecessor put in place, we no longer have a dispute over what we call the sequester. So the reason for the filibusters is gone. And by getting the slate cleaned now, by getting this behind us, we can start our appropriations process early next year and do it the right way, individual bills, all 12 bills, open up the process, let anybody bring whatever amendment they want to an appropriations bill, and do it the way the founders intended it to be done in the first place. Clearly, our new speaker has said that he's committed to regular order and a return to the appropriations process that reflects the will of the people. And that's what, certainly in the House of Representatives, that's what this is about. Recognizing this is a tall order, it's, uh, you know, it's an election year, and, and that can sort of change the tone up here to some degree. And not only is it an election year, it's a presidential election year, which makes it even more complicated. That would be quite a feat because, as I said, we've never done it. We've never completed our appropriations bills in the time that I've been here. But, you know, ambition is good. Uh, the speaker is ambitious. Uh, I look forward to, to getting this done. It's going to be some hard work. And I don't envy the task of the appropriators because that is very meticulous. Um, but I'm ready for that change. I hope you are. I think you are. We want to get back to regular order, and this is a step in that direction. So uh, we're just about out of time. I wanted to bring that to your attention and let you know kind of what we're kicking off with as this year truly begins in earnest. We've gotten past the month of January, and uh, we're now uh, looking at really beginning the appropriations process in earnest and considerably early this year. So stay tuned in and we will keep you posted as this develops. Until next time, thanks for joining us.